Hey there, this is Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. In my last episode, I talked about using feng shui to get organized. See, no one taught me how to be organized. I do know, however, um, that people do do that for a living. They teach people how to be organized, Um, but that is definitely not me. Um, I'm a work in progress, but I've read a ton of books on getting organized. The KonMari method is really helpful, but kind of intimidating. Um, You might have heard of this. It's from the book. um, It's called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. And I have the book, and I just might read it again for some inspiration. It just really seems like, for me, getting organized is an ongoing thing. But I've definitely hit a peak, finally, in my life. Um, But if you haven't heard of this method, there's also a Netflix um, series. I don't know if it's still out yet or out anymore, but, um, but it used to be. I watched it. It's pretty good. But basically, you start with something like all of your clothing, and you take it all out, and you dump it into a huge pile, and then you look at each item, and you ask yourself if it brings you joy. And if it does, then you keep it, and if not, then you get rid of it. And that is a really good method because in the end, you basically end up with um, a house full of joy. Like all of the things in your house are things that that bring you joy, which isn't a bad thing. Um, There's a lot more to it than that, but that's a basic principle. But I mean, like if you're working or you have other things going on, you would have to break it up into chunks and, and it would probably be something that would be ongoing for a very, very long time. Kind of like my life. <laughs> um, so um, I did the KonMari method way back when, but I just couldn't bring myself to pull all of my clothes out in one full sweep. Um, I just broke it down into categories like shirts, pants, etc. simply because I was afraid that if I didn't um, finish going through the entire pile, then it would just sit there and I'd have to look at it. And I don't like looking at piles of messes all over there, all over the house. Um, but it was really helpful. I took the feng shui route recently because um, not only did I need to get organized, but I also needed guidance in the area of decorating And feng shui basically kind of guided me to which colors to choose from. And um, it's also about creating good energy in the home. And um, if you create good energy in the home, according to feng shui, good things will come to you. And in my last episode, I talked about all the good things that had happened since I applied feng shui to the house. And all I'm going to say is that there are more things going on, big things going on in our family, but I can't talk about the details publicly just yet but if everything works out I'll tell you guys all about it but huge things are going on are kind of um, in the works right now and I also noticed that I now really long to be home and I know there are lots of you that have been home for almost a year now (laughs) but um, I've been fortunate enough to to be able to go to work safely And if you've been listening for a while, you know that I'm a teacher and I've been back to work in the building with students every day since August. And in case you were wondering, we have been very, very safe and healthy. 
In fact, I can't speak for all the schools that have been open in the country, obviously, but at least for the school I am in, it hasn't been the disaster that so many thought it might be in the beginning. And so far in my district, if I look at the science in my district, um, it really is okay to go back to school because um, the kids have not been catching it in the school, but throughout, um, you know, like school activities, small gatherings and things like that. But I digress. I just really love being in my home lately, mostly because it's not so stressful anymore. I come home to dishes put away, a clean sink, and uh, nothing on the countertops. There just isn't any clutter, and when clutter starts to begin, there's a place for it. And I've also had more time to play with my youngest daughter, which has been absolutely fantastic. Um, this past week, we had a spotlight dance party, her idea, where she shined a flashlight on me. We have a loft, so she could climb up into the loft, and um, I was in the living room, and she shined a flashlight on me while I danced to the cha-cha slide. And then I shined a light on her while she danced to Get Into the Groove by Madonna. And we did this at night so that the spotlight was super noticeable. We had the time of our lives. And the funniest part was that in the middle of it all, my teenage daughter and her boyfriend walked in to see me dancing alone in a spotlight in the dark. Um, I asked them to join me. And you know what? They did without hesitation, which I thought was awesome. And also this week, Haley and I built the best snow fort I think I've ever built in my life. It for real looks like a, like a real igloo. And we can go inside, and it's actually warm and pretty soundproof. And these are things that I normally would not do, but I've had time. Normally, I would cook and then try to clean up the mess all over the place, but I've noticed that the cleaning isn't really taking all that long anymore. And sure, I could probably work on school or this podcast or church or my journal, but the reason why I've chosen to play instead simply is because I asked myself, <laughs> had I had any fun at all today? And you know what the answer was? It was no. So I decided to take some time to play, and it was totally worth it. So you should try that, you know, like, if you just feel so, like, blah, and you just keep working and working, working, I mean, ask yourself, take a moment, ask yourself, have I had any type of fun at all today? And take a little bit of time to have fun. And if you have kids, kids are great. They really know how to have a good time. And um, I just feel like as adults, we've kind of lost touch with what it's like to play. So um, I've been doing that lately, and it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Today, I want to talk about another book that's been changing my life. Um, I was unaware, but it is a widely known book called The Artist Way by Julia Cameron. And I would not classify myself as an artist. I mean, when I hear the word artist, I think of one who paints for a living or someone who is creating actual artwork and that's their job and they like hang out at street fairs to sell their work. However, I've learned that really we are all artists. I mean, we are artists of our lives. And I feel that somehow there needs to be a word created that gives us the title as human beings that we are artists of our lives. So like, what should an artist be called? <laughs> like an artist of life, a life artist, what should we call them? 
maybe human, I guess. But I doubt if I looked up the word human in the dictionary, artist would not be in the definition. I really don't think it would be there. I mean, really, an artist is one who creates. It doesn't have to be art like paintings and sculptures and such. I guess we should just call ourselves creators, but I don't know. It still doesn't get the essence of what I'm looking for. So let's just go with artists. So you are an artist, and I assume you have a job, but even if you don't, you are still creating something. I'm a teacher, so I create lessons. Basically, you're an artist of whatever you put out into the world. My husband's a minister. He creates sermons, so he's an artist of sermons. When you cook, you're creating something that was not there before. When you write, even if it's a to-do list, you're still creating something that was not there before. And I don't know, but I find all of this to be fascinating. I mean, we, we put things in the world that were not there before all the time. And how cool is that? Anyway, I'm not sure how I stumbled upon the Artist's Way book. Honestly, I think it found me. I think the universe knew I needed this and the book found its way to me. So have you ever had that happen to you? Like, have you ever read this monumental book or met this super significant person only by chance as if the, as if the person or the book was like looking for you? Well, that's how I feel about this book. And you know what? Now it's found you because you're listening to this. So on the cover of the book, it says it's a spiritual path to higher creativity, but it's so much more than that. You're just really going to have to get the book to um, to just get the full essence of what it's all about. But um, but I'm going to do my best to explain it to you here. Um, and I know I'm a little quirky and odd, but um, I'm having a hard time putting it down. Like, I'll be going about my day and I'll see it sitting on my bed and it's like looking at me in this pathetic way like it's saying, read me, please. <laughs> And you know, it might not be sold on this book, and I have only just begun, but please stick around and listen. I didn't think I needed this book either, but I'm quickly discovering that it's exactly what I needed. What I love about this is that um, you have to do things. Now, you might be thinking, I'm so busy. I don't have time to do more things. And I've learned over the past few weeks um, that I've been doing this, that I have to give up one thing to fit in yet another thing. Um, but actually, it really hasn't been that bad, and, and I'll, I'll get to that in a little bit. So you might be thinking, what kind of things do I have to do? Well, mostly the book revolves around what is called the morning pages. So you have to write and not type, but write like old school, three pages a day. Wait, don't turn this off. So just listen. I know that sounds agonizing. Um, and I'll be honest with you, um, I've not sold this idea to anyone that I've spoken to, but <laughs> two of my creative friends have already done this and see the benefits of it. So I was kind of sold on the fact that I already know people that have done this and it's really been fantastic. So for me, I was like, what? That's going to take me like 30 minutes. And yes, I was correct. It does. I was getting up at 5.30 a.m. just without the morning pages, and now I get up at 5. Um, and I have done this every day for about three weeks, and I have not missed a single day. I can't remember, but the first day might have been a little difficult, but it is so worth it. And yes, you do um, need to do this before you do anything else. Like, you can't put it off in the morning and then do it in the evening. It really has to be done um, right when you get up, like, 
before you do anything else. Not even coffee. I know it's agonizing, right? Not really. I mean, the thought is actually more agonizing than it actually is. But it sure beats getting up and like going for a run. That's for sure. So this I can do. And I put my notebook and my pen on the nightstand. And when the alarm goes off, I just roll over and I write three pages. So what do I write? Well, according to the book, you literally write whatever pops into your head. So if I don't know what to write pops into your head, then you write that down. But that's not been a problem for me yet. I notice that I wake up and there are loads of things on my mind. And it's mostly about what happened the day before or what's about to come. Um, And the first day I did this, I was physically and mentally and noticeably more energized for the entire day. I have more energy to move around the building faster and to knock out X, Y, and Z. And I was crossing things off my um, to-do list like a beast. And I felt super focused. And it's been about three weeks now, and I still feel pretty focused. Now, for me, writing three pages a day did get a little boring and relatively quickly. (laughs) If um, you've been listening for a while, I tend to get super obsessive about something I like, and then it kind of dies out. Like, I was obsessed with finding mushrooms, but not so much anymore because um, it's just too cold to go for any walks or hikes outside. But um, but anyway, um, I do. I Whenever I discover something new, I go crazy over it, and then it loses its spark. And I'm not sure how I thought of it, but I bought some stickers for my notebook. And this was a game changer. I ordered these monthly themed um, stickers on Amazon, and I'm going to put them in the show notes. And I bought colored pens too. And these two things really, really helped me. In order to get motivated, I actually bought the pens first before I even started. So it gave me a little bit of time to process (laughs) what what I was about to be doing with my three handwritten pages a day. Um, So I order everything on Amazon. So um, when I decided that writing three pages was what I was going to do, I'll be honest, it did not sound that exciting. But when I got the pens in my hand, that really helped. And then the pens kind of lost its spark. And so I bought some stickers. And then those stickers kind of lost their spark. So on one of my artist dates, and I'll get to what that is in a little bit, I took my artist self to Michael's and I bought more stickers. So writing three pages a day before you do anything else sounds pretty intimidating, but maybe try it once. Actually, I don't think once will do it. If you can, like, really try to commit to a week at least, give it a chance. Um, And I know it all sounds very agonizing, but um, let me get to the meat of the matter. So what have I gained from this? First off, I'm getting to know myself better. And honestly, I really wish I would have done this when I was a kid. But unfortunately, most kids do not like writing. Like, I teach fifth grade, and I would love to be doing this with them. Um, I just think at a younger age, you can figure out who you are a little bit earlier in life and then um, kind of know yourself and um, put yourself on a better path, I think, instead of muddling your way through trying to figure out who you are. But I think as adults, we pretty much know ourselves, at least we think we do. Um, But it will be fun to discover some new things that, maybe you didn't know. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., So here's a few things that I learned about myself. I learned that I actually do like to write with pens. Um, I didn't know how much I missed it until I started doing it. Like when I was a kid, I had pen pals and, um, you know, we would write notes in school and things like that. And that was always like a fun thing to do. And um, and now we just text each other and email each other. Um, So writing with pens, I realized that um, I really enjoy it. Um, so anymore, everything, every career we have out there pretty much requires us to type. And even if your job doesn't require typing, you're probably typing something on your phone. So writing is just um, super personalized. I mean, think about the last time you got a handwritten card or a letter. And I don't mean just a card and the person signed it, but a card where somebody actually hand wrote words on the inside. It means so much more. And there's something about seeing my own handwriting that has made me have more ownership over my notebook and my morning pages. And I don't know why, I really don't know why I do this, but every time I'm done writing, I flip through all the pages. I don't even read it, because it's probably incredibly boring, but I just flip through the pages. I just like looking at what the pages look like with my writing on it. <laughs> and I don't know why. Maybe there's a reason for that, but I'm unaware. Um, I also learned that I actually wake up with a ton on, on my mind. And you might not think you have a whole lot on your mind, but when you're looking at that blank page and and your job is to just dump out whatever's in your head, you might be surprised. So I dump everything out onto my morning pages, no matter how ridiculous it may sound. And I physically and mentally have more energy. So think, I do the morning pages, and then I have coffee, and then I start doing all the things. And somehow, I'm not sure how this is, but I managed to get all of my daily tasks completed much faster to the point where I actually can play with my child longer in the evenings. So I almost wonder if by, like, dumping it out, like, scientifically, maybe I'm physically making more space in my head to focus on other things, maybe. Um, But, um... I am playing and not working as much uh, once I get home for a change, so I am much happier. Something else I've learned. In the Artist Way book, Julia Cameron asked some pretty good questions that I had to answer. And I've had to write about my childhood, what I liked back then, and what I didn't like. And I had to write a letter to my 80-year-old self. I had to write a letter to my 8-year-old self. There wasn't just one question that helped me figure out more about myself, but like kind of like all of the questions intertwined together has um, made me made me learn a lot more. Um, another thing, I learned that I'm super creative, and I kind of knew this. I mean, people tell me this all the time. Um, I even thought of this as almost a weakness because every freaking thing around me is inspiring. Um, for example, like my students 
look into into the locker vents while we wait in line to go to the restroom and then boom I have a story about kids who look into a locker into locker vents and then one of them somehow ends up in the locker and it takes them to another land a land of gnomes and alpacas or I see puddles and another story emerges where the puddles are portals to another dimension I mean all day long every day it goes on like this I learned that um I might have been more creative as a child, but for whatever reason, I had no confidence at all. So I would never even dare to mention some weirdo story about gnomes and alpacas. So maybe like all of my childhood creativity is just simply coming out now. Maybe it was meant to come out back then, but it didn't because I had no confidence. And because of this book, all of it's coming out now. And I don't know really what to do with it, but we'll we'll find out. Um, I learned that I need to be complimented and I don't really like this about myself, but throughout this journey, I've discovered that I will continue to do things even if I don't receive a compliment, um, which is great, but for some reason, I don't know. I just really like being complimented. It, like I'm super happy when I am. Um, I don't know if it was because when I was little, I had no confidence, therefore I never took any risks, so I never did anything all that exciting. So what's there to compliment, you know? I don't think maybe I maybe I just didn't get a ton of compliments when I was little, but, you know, I wasn't worthy of any, I think. <laughs> and I was made fun of so much, so um, perhaps that's why I thrive so much on compliments to this day. Um, to be told that I had funny-looking eyes for, like, the first quarter of my life can make a kid feel pretty worthless. So compliments nowadays are pretty nice. So maybe I'm just making up for all of this. I don't know. I also learned that one of my fears is um, is having nothing to do. And I'm betting the people closest to me had that all figured out already. But it's true, and now I'm, I'm embracing it and I'm admitting it. Um, I do have this fear of having nothing to do. Um, I'm a busybody, I know. I'm midway through the book and I'm starting to discover that I need to be busy doing something to avoid feeling something. And I don't know what that feeling is. Maybe it's boredom, maybe just, I don't know. Maybe I don't wanna be bored. Um, I learned this um, because this week I had to give up reading. And in, in the book, she says, you gotta give up reading for a week and I'm really trying to do everything by the book so I can maximize everything that I'm supposed to get out of this book. So I really did give it up. And when I read that sentence in the book, I seriously felt anxiety start to creep up. I read every morning with my coffee, and I absolutely love that. So I almost felt like, you know, that's my few minutes of me time. Like, how am I, what am I going to do if I can't read? Um, so, uh, you know, I just thought, you know, when I drink the coffee, I, I, what am I supposed to do? Just sit there and drink the coffee? But... But anyway, it's kind of weird how something did take its place. And so far, I picked up a new hobby called bullet journaling, which I should probably do a whole episode on that. And I probably will really soon. Um, one of the mornings, I typed up lesson plans because I had a sub coming uh, to take my place at school. Um, today was my last day of no reading. And, uh, and I'm not sure what I'm going to do tomorrow because now I really liked bullet journaling. So I don't know. Am I going to go back to reading or what? So we'll just have to see how I feel tomorrow, I guess. Um, I'm not really sure. I may work on this podcast or my journal for Amazon because I haven't really done a whole lot with those either. But 
You see, just sitting and drinking coffee and doing nothing else is kind of not an option, but perhaps maybe that's what I do need to do. I don't know why, but I, I just, I feel like if I'm not productive, then I shouldn't be doing it. Like, I don't, I just don't know how to, like, I guess have fun or for like just the purpose of having fun or just, you know, sitting around for the sake of resting, you know, like, I don't, I don't know why everything has to be productive all the time. Um, but um, I feel like that's kind of a bad thing because we all need to relax from time to time, especially me. And um, life and play and creating things just for the sake of creating, they're all, they're, all those things are going to pass us up if we don't take time to do it. And I know productivity and work are important too, but at the end of my life, what will I regret more? Not playing with my little girl or getting up earlier or staying up super late to get a bunch of work done. So... Anyway, because I'm not to read this week, I've completely stopped looking at social media as well. And I'm not sure how much actual time I normally spend on scrolling. I mean, I guess I could have looked it up on my phone. I have that whole screen time thing. But um, I didn't think I was looking at social media that much. But let's just say suddenly I have a lot more time on my hands. And uh, getting rid of social media might be why. But I also learned that this is not bothering me, not one single bit, not to check Facebook. I mean, I can see the little red notification dot on my Facebook icon on my phone, and it keeps going up and up and up, letting me know that I might be tagged in a post or someone's trying to tell me something. But the red dot is really not bothering me at all. And I totally thought that it would. I thought for sure I would break and, you know, curiosity would kill the cat and I would have to know who's tagging me. Um... But um, I do spend a significant amount of time creating content for the Facebook group daily. Um, and that's not happening. That didn't happen this week. And I wonder if anyone even noticed. So it'll be interesting to get back on and see, you know, what people are saying. Because the last thing I did say was um, to see if anybody would join me to get off social media for a week. But I never did get to see all the answers because um, I gave myself until midnight. And I midnight on Sunday, I think it was, of last week. And... Um, and I posted it relatively in the evening, so kind of later. So I really didn't have time to see if anybody was going to do this with me. So somebody might be, you know, taking a Facebook fast with me, and I have no idea. But mostly, uh, I've learned that social media really isn't all that important in my life. Um, in fact, the only reason why I like to do it is so I can connect with my listeners and my family that I don't get to see much. Otherwise, I'm thinking it might be kind of pointless. And lastly, I discovered that there are other things that make me happy that I did not know about before. And that's pretty cool. Like, I think as adults, we often get set in our ways and we don't really try anything new. Um, but this book has really challenged me to try some new things. And one of the things that Julia Cameron suggests, actually, she stresses this big time, like you shouldn't skimp on this, um, which would have been very, very easy for me to do, but I somehow have managed to do it. But um, she actually stresses big time in the book to go on an artist's date. And an artist's date is where you go and do something that you want to do and you must go alone. And since, you know, I mean, I don't really know if it's even appropriate to say we're in the middle of a pandemic anymore. But since everything's kind of like closed and, you know, I mean, I guess not really closed, but there's just like no craft fairs and things are really going on right now. And that's where I would love to take my artist self. But none of those like little events aren't um, happening. And I like, you know, going for walks and hikes, but that's all the things that I normally would do anyway. Um, so since it's been cold, I've taken my artist self on dates to different craft stores. 
and it's been really great to say, take some time and just kind of get inspired and just, you know, peruse around Michael's. Um, and I bought some stickers to put in my journal, and those darn stickers <laughs> are making me very happy. And, um, and because of this, I discovered that I really enjoy bullet journaling. So on my artist date, I've been using this time to buy some stickers and some pretty cool pens. And I'm really, really loving it. And I can't tell, me, tell you how many times I've said out loud to people how much I love bullet journaling. And what's bullet journaling, if you don't know? Well, I'm going to save that for another episode. So because that's like an episode all in itself. But it's really cool. If you really want to know, um, go to Pinterest and you'll be super inspired. All right, to recap, you will get something out of writing three pages a day. You just have to do it. Like, it's really not, at least for me, it's not as agonizing as I thought it was going to be. And you might have more energy, time, you might learn more about yourself and be able to address some problem areas. Um, I've noticed that, like, when I've had little issues come up and I write them down because I'm dumping it out of my head. I actually solve the problem myself mid-sentence. But mostly I've become happier and more creative, if nothing else. And just think, I added something else to my day and I had to get up 30 minutes earlier because I'm doing that. Um, And I am truly happier. And I'm discovering it's not hard to get up in the morning because I know I'm going to get to do my morning pages. It's not like, oh, I have to do my morning pages. It's like, oh, sweet, I'm going to do my morning pages. Like, that's that's how I wake up. Um, so that's my show. And I urge you to give morning pages a try, even if it's just for a week. Um, don't sell yourself short and commit to a day. Really commit to a week, and you'll notice some changes. I'm now in week four, and I can totally see and feel how much this book is helping me. And if you really want to see a difference in yourself, your productivity and your happiness and so on, go all in and get the book. I put a link in the show notes. It really is good. Um, In fact, I'd like to do like a group of friends or something. I mean, I would do it all over again just because I love it that much. And I would love to see um, some of my friends transform as well. It'd be fun to do as a group. So I'm thinking about doing that at some point. I got to get that organized in my mind. Um, But pick up a cool notebook, pens and some stickers. Like, just do it. I mean, you might think it's childish. Who cares? This is is something for you. So get the notebook and the pens and some stickers. And you might um, be surprised that you really enjoy it. Um, So that's something else I learned. Stickers are really, really motivating to me. So go get the book, The Artist's Way. Check out the link in the show notes. And go and get it and do those morning pages. Um, So that's it. That's my show for today. I would love to connect more with you and hear about your morning pages. So please join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Y-D-D-O-A. And you can also find me on Instagram at your DD of Awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming. And I will be back on social media starting tomorrow. Um, maybe. I mean, like I said, I could probably do it without it, but we'll see. Anyway, tomorrow's a new day. But be sure to check out my website, yddoa.com, where you'll find all the deals, resources, and episodes of your daily dose of awesome. And thanks again for listening. I'm Cindy Liming, and get on out there and start writing some morning pages. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.